Think Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU insider is standing by. Let's talk about Michigan State hoops, Izzo, and the Big Ten, which is kind of crazy to start outside of Purdue. How you doing, Comp? Hey, Bill. It's great to be with you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Great to be on your show. Yeah, same to you and your family. You know, early on in the Big Ten, we thought we knew some powers and what was going on, and Michigan State beat Kentucky and took Gonzaga down to the final uh, shot. Then injuries uh, hit them. Then they looked in disarray and went on the road at Penn State and beat a pretty good Penn State team who then drilled Illinois at Illinois. Uh, Michigan's been up and down. I'm looking at the Big Ten and outside of Purdue, I don't know who the second best team is. Oh, I agree 100%. It is a scramble in the Big Ten. It's a scramble all the way across the country. So the good news is if you can get your team together, get your act together and climb to the top of the Big Ten and be playing well late February and into March, I agree with what Tom Izzo said on Sunday or over the weekend, and that is I don't know if there's anyone that's all that scary out there in terms of national superpowers. You know, Houston rose to rank, being ranked number one, and they were knocked off. Texas was up at number two, and Illinois beat them. Now Texas is in disarray. You know, in the preseason, people thought Gonzaga and North Carolina would be good. North Carolina has gone into a nosedive. Gonzaga is pretty good, but they're not a superpower. Krzyzewski's not in the sport anymore. Roy Williams is not in the sport anymore. We assume Kansas will end up being pretty good at some point. But in the meantime, you know, Michigan has shown some strength here and there, whereas a month ago they looked like they were having problems. And now Michigan State is entering a situation here in December where they have some time off, some time to heal, some time to teach and learn. And they've got one of the best coaches in college basketball history. And I think Michigan State could be poised to be pretty good in January. And then when you get to March, who knows? Yeah, it's all about just getting healthy. I heard Izzo on his weekly uh, call-in show on the Spartan Sports Radio Network uh, with Will Teeman, and I agree. I, I, I think at full health, they'll have a pretty good team, and based on what I've seen, uh, I, I think they'll they'll have a shot, not at winning the Big Ten, I, unless Purdue just has a rash of injuries, but I, I think they can make the NCAA tournament and finish you know top five-ish in the Big Ten. Yeah, I think so, too. I think they could be a top-five team in the Big Ten. And, you know, coming into the Big Ten season, there were so many unknowns. No one really knew who to pick as the favorites in the Big Ten. You know, Indiana became kind of the default favorite. I never really bought into that. When I looked at it, I looked at Matt Painter, Tom Izzo, and even Greg Gard at Wisconsin. I, I was picking coaches at the beginning of the Big Ten season. And Matt Painter, he's one of the best coaches out there that has not yet won a national title. Everybody knows that Purdue has had. Uh, you know, problems when they get into the NCAA tournament time in March. But he is an excellent coach and uh, not surprised that they've risen the way they have. Michigan State can be pretty good when they get Malik Hall back. You know, they're they're still learning and, and, and figuring out what they want to do in the, in the backcourt. I think A.J. Hogard is showing that he is coachable. He has all kinds of talent. Everybody knows that. He's quick, athletic, strong, has good size. Sees the court really well as a passer and distributor. And Izzo is working with him to you know, fine-tune and rein in his talents to where the point that it's making others better and, um, and and staying consistent in that way. Tyson Walker, he can run the point in a pinch and, and does it from possession to possession. But as a scorer, they're going to him more on the perimeter as a scorer, and that's looking good. Um, you know, you give Malik callback. Joey Hauser has, has improved as a catch-and-shoot option coming off of screens. Not bad in the post against against some matchups. You mix it all together, and they can be a pretty good team that can give people 
trouble. Now, they're not incredibly deep. Uh, Jaden Akins, um, you know, coming back, he's the most talented guy. The three-point shooting is looking pretty good for him, which was kind of a <clears throat> question mark last year. Athletic, once he gets all his conditioning back, gets all of his hops back, and plays defense like he can, Jaden Akins can really become the best player on this team. That's what he can do in the next eight, ten weeks. So it's a team that's been pretty good here and there, but they can get a lot better than what we've seen. And if they get to that level, I'm not sure what else is out there that they should really be afraid of. But there's a lot of work to do. They don't have much depth, Michigan State. They need to stay healthy. And if they do and Izzo can work some magic, they can be pretty good. So now there's only about three games in 20 days. So they might get a little rusty, but Izzo likes this. He wants to get in there, have some, uh, and work on themselves, and, and establish some offensive schematics that that uh, that can help them down the road, and also just defensive knowledge and the transition game. We've not seen the transition game from them yet, uh, which has been a staple over the years. I think they can get back to that. A lot of work to do, but they've got a lot to work with, even though it is a thin roster. Jim Comproni, SpartanMeg.com, VMSU Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Here on the huge show across Michigan. Before I let you go, uh, what's the latest on starting this offseason for Mel Tucker and Michigan State football? You know, it's all about roster management and roster building right now. Signing day for recruiting is next week. And Michigan State's recruiting class is a little bit of a head-scratcher right now. They've got ten commitments. Nine of them are four-stars. That's a very high concentration of four-stars. And if you have that many four-star recruits, you're going to be ranked high in the national rankings, which you, which they are, with On3.com. Michigan State's like number 23, 24 in the country, which is not great, but it's not bad. But they're outside of the top 45 with Rivals.com, because the Rivals.com rankings are based more, uh, it's more weighted toward how many recruits do you have signed. So Michigan State has a small number committed, a small number committed, but they're high-ranked guys. So here in the next eight days, they need to push that up and get seven or eight commitments. And they're in on some good ones. Four-star running back, Hedrick Rosano, the running back from Texas. Keep an eye on him. A real good four-star quarterback from Oregon, um, Levitt, Sam Levitt. Keep an eye on him. You add those two guys, it can help them get into that top 25 recruiting range. But a lot to be determined in the next eight days for Michigan State recruiting and roster management. Tom, good to hear your voice again. Uh, we'll talk uh, before we get uh, to the college football playoff, and we'll get another update on Izzo and Michigan State basketball. Sounds great, Bill. Thanks a lot. All right, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Sign. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics.